Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Davenport here back on TalkShoe Live. Yes, we are still on TalkShoe, and we may be on TalkShoe for a while. Um... As you know, the station, or many of you know, the station went down, and we have been having some problems getting it back up. Doesn't look like we're going to be able to get it back up in its original form. So we are going to remain on TalkShoe until we can completely afford a new station. Um, and that's going to be a while. I don't know exactly when that is going to be, but we are on air. We are on TalkShoe. TalkShoe is where we started many, many years ago, and it was good to us then, and it will be good to us now. Radio is a way for me to vent. It's good therapy. Uh, it's restful for me. It gives me something to look forward to, and I'm probably going to continue on with this mission. Um, waiting for my co-host now, Glenn Sutphin, to get online with me as soon as Miss Mary can find his name on Skype and pull him up and pull him in. We will get this show rolling. I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. I'm sure it's going to be fun, whatever it is. We really never know what we're going to be talking about. We seem to do better running off the cuff, uh, wild and crazy, as we always do. Lots of things have been going on. Uh, I guess some of you... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> wow. Blow the speakers out. You got to do it when you got to do it. When it's live, it's live. I guess some of you have um, heard me talking about getting rid of 14-plus pharmaceuticals uh, that I was on over the last few years, and that has really been rough for me to break away from all of those drugs, and it's hey. been something that I've been wanting to do for a while now. Hello, Mr. Sutphin. How are you doing? I'm surviving. <clears throat> We're live. Um, it is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and I do not know why I did not do it before. Um, back when I was having my panic attacks, uh, when they were really, really bad, and I mean really, really bad with a big capital B-A-D, I was also drinking. Um, and as I look back on that, I think, well, that's probably why I was having the panic attacks. Now, that may or may not be true. Um, 
you know, it just it just may or may not be true. But it seems to be true to me that the alcohol was affecting the pharmaceuticals that I was taking at the time and all of the stress that I was under in the South was creating these massive panic attacks that led to cardiac problems and major tachycardia. So I quit drinking uh, a few years ago and the panic attacks stopped. There's another good sign that it was probably the alcohol. I went zero alcohol and the panic attacks stopped. And now, as I've been telling them, Glenn, I've gotten off 14 plus pharmaceuticals and it has been a rough ride. I don't know how many of you out there can relate to getting off of that many pharmaceuticals in a period of three months. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, that's rough, mate. Yeah. Well, you know, I just I put my just getting off of one or two of them is rough. I mean. 14 of them all at once, yeah. You can't imagine what I've been going through as far as mental, um, you know, mental, um, oh, I don't know what the word is, just mental. Adjutant. <laughs> Adjutant. Uh, yeah, just uh, insane, you know, literally insane, literally not knowing which ends up, wanting to go back on the pharmaceuticals, wanting to climb back on the horse and go back and save myself and go back to where I was before and where I was before wasn't any better than where I am now and going through these ups and downs and backs and forths and uh, finally just said, you know what, I'm going to ride it out, ride it out, ride it out, ride it out, ride it out. And I did. And here I am today and I'm feeling a thousand percent better. Um, all of that poison is leaving my system. Uh, I guess I don't have to tell you all which ends it's coming out, but it's both. Mm -hmm. And um, all of that crap is leaving my system. I'm detoxifying from all of that stuff that I was on. And I have no idea what those drugs were doing for me. I have no idea how I even got myself into a situation where I was on that many drugs in the first place. But uh, we do what we do. Things happen. Shit happens. And shit happened to me. I thought I was going to get better and better and better. Instead, I was getting worse and worse and worse. And there came a time when I said, that's it. End of story. I'm not going to do it anymore. So now I'm down to just Xanax, back on my favorite drug, Xanax, which I've withdrawn from once, and I can do it again if I ever needed to. That was my biggest fear, was that we would have some major disaster and I'd heard all the horror stories about going off of Xanax, and so is Glenn on the show here. We've had people come on and tell us what horrific things can happen to you when you go off these drugs. But I struggled through the Xanax withdrawal with no problem, or at least not any major problems that would have hospitalized me. So I know I can do it again, and I knew Xanax was my best drug to be on, that and Vistaril. Um Vistaril is a drug that is also an antidepressant as well as an antihistamine. It's an old, old drug with a great background. Uh, there hasn't been any major things said about uh, Vistaril uh, that have been harmful to people. So I'm on that, my docusage sodium, my vitamin D, and my fish oil, and that is it as of tonight. And I'm very proud and thankful. I feel like I'm at an Alcoholics Anonymous or an AA or a, <laughs> a 
in a meeting uh, talking to my people about my sobriety, but <clears throat> I guess in effect that's exactly what I'm doing is I'm here talking to my people about my sobriety. Um, I feel a thousand percent better, and I mean psychologically, spiritually, philosophically. Um, I have a clear, I have a very clear head. I have a sense of self-consciousness that I didn't have before. I'm able to sleep at night. I don't have restless leg syndrome. My legs aren't moving up and down, up and down, over and across and back and forth, you know, for two hours in the bed. And um, I'm actually getting some sleep. Um, waiting for the question from Glenn, has the music went away in your head? Well, uh, has it? <clears throat> no. I'm still, I, I've, st I've still got that, little tune that keeps popping up but I'm able to control it I'm able to stop it if I want to and it's almost like it comes back as a friend it's almost like I've gotten used to it or it may be just a part of my personality it may not be a side effect from the drugs at all it may just be me with a busy head needing to do something um, That's possible. And so I'm humming these little tunes all the time, you know, uh, from the Beatles to the Beach Boys to Alice Cooper to Willie Nelson to whatever whatever pops up, you know. And um, the only time I'm really not doing it is when I'm on air with you talking or concentrating on some specific task that I'm doing. Um, go get the door, please. What I am doing is I've been reading Marx and Engels for the last couple of weeks again, doing a study on communism and socialism and Marxism. And I must say, Marx was very confused. I, I tell you, <laughs> yeah, Marx, Marx had some strange ideas. He had some very brilliant. He had some very brilliant ideas, uh, but he also seemed to place too much emphasis on the economics of existence and consciousness and not on people's thinking, the ability to think and to know uh, and to change one's mind based on one's internal processing experience. And I was just reading that again. And, you know, it's funny how people, the proletariat, uh, the working class, didn't really fall for Marx's uh, Marxism. Um like he wanted them to, and you know, he wanted to take over the world. He wanted to be the new Hitler, um, or to be Hitler. Uh, was that post-war? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, my dates are all mixed up here. But that was like 1946. But um, you know, he wanted to. He, he wanted to rule. He wanted to rule the world. So, and thank goodness he's not, because his idea about sharing the wealth still had a dictatorship, which was the proletariat, which was the working class, would be the dictatorship over the minority, which in turn to me is socialism, which in turn to me is communism, which in turn to me is um, totalitarianism. So it's just it, it wouldn't have worked anyway, and I'm glad it didn't. And here we are 
here we are. It is working. <laughs> we're back. We're we're kind of back to where Marks wanted to be with the Burgoyne uh, running things instead of the proletariat. So, um, we're here. We are with multinational corporations running our our daily existence from morning until night. Here we are with the multinational corporations running the governments around the world. Um, and here we are with globalism at our doorstep and the new world order running very well and, and highly maintained. Um, I don't know how much worse it could possibly get. I do find that there are many on my page waking up somewhat to me anyway, in my small world, my small, very limited perspective of what's going on around me. Um, I find that many people are awake. They just don't know what to do. As Glenn and I have talked about many times, they, they just have no clue what to do. We should have that on a bumper sticker, no clue what to do. Um, We're de- yeah, definitely disorganized against an organized uh, crime syndicate. So, yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. And I have no idea what to do. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you all, I have no clue what to do except what I'm doing now, and that's working at the local level, city, county, and state levels, which we are on the boards, and we are front and center with those boards, and we sit on many Skype boards, and we sit on many physical boards, and we're making headway. We're making progress. You know, how many of us are there out there? I don't know. How many how many millions of us are there out there? I don't know that are on small boards making small steps for mankind. Um, I have no idea uh, how many good people there are, and I have no idea how many so-called bad people there are. Um, and I really don't even have a idea, idea after reading so much so much quantum mechanics and quantum physics and ontology and epistemology if that's even a good question. Uh, that may not even be a good question as to who's bad, who's good. It may all just be relevant. Um, moot, it may just be a moot point. Um, maybe that's well, more it's relative. It's relative to the observer. It depends on where you're at in the spectrum. It depends on if it's good or bad. Or well, it depends you know, on your perspective, your perspective, I guess, and your experience, yeah. and where you're coming from, what you're wanting to see happen around you and around the world, and. Because something for you might be good, but then for everybody else, it could be bad. So Right. It, and, and as you've said many times before, nine and a half out of ten people would jump at the chance to have a billion dollars in their bank account, and they'd join up with the New World Order and New York Minute. Yeah. And probably all be, all be Satan worshippers and pedophiles and probably running around with horns and a tail. Um, yeah, and it, you know, everybody says, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell out. Oh, I'm, I'm goody goody. I'll never sell out. And then they sell out for the least little bit. Yeah. Or it's also because they, they aren't offered the opportunity and they think they'll never have the opportunity to be in that kind of league with those kind of people. So they just normally say to everybody, oh, I would never do that. You know, oh, no, of course. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. And somebody comes along, here's a million bucks. I'm sold. Right, you know, or a hundred. They don't even need much. Or a hundred thousand. Doesn't need to be much. They just sell you out in a heartbeat, and yeah, and oh, I would never do that again, and unless the right money. And it's like you, everybody has their point. Price. That sell out. I think yeah. everybody has their price. I think that's what 
I mean, when, if somebody if somebody offered you said, hey, for the rest of your life, you don't have any bills, anything you want's free. Here you go. I guarantee in a heartbeat, people. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I'll take the easy way out. Yes, even though it means okay, sign here. It means your soul and oh, no problem. I want the easy way out. Well, I don't want any it problem. means yeah. it means maybe that you're going to join the syndicate. You're going to join the mafia. You're going to be a part of the cabal. Um, you're going to be a part of depopulation and chemtrails and forced vaccinations and Agenda 21 and moving everyone into the crammed cities and out of the rural areas and the buffer zones and the all of these other things, and, and you'd have to make a quick decision, which probably wouldn't take but about eight seconds, to say, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, that's the appeal because it looks like the right way. I mean, they got all these mega cities, and they got all this glamour wow. and everything, and, oh, yeah, that's where I want to be, and then you get in it, and it's so hollow. And I'll admit, yeah. I'll admit that a lot of, things that are happening that I've been reading about and I have been reading, oh my God, hundreds of pages. Um, a lot of this is good. A lot of the things that the UN are proposing are good. A lot of the things that the multinational corporations are proposing are good. A lot of the technology uh, and science is good. Uh the you know the heart's in the right place in a lot of these folks, but the ability to abuse is always there. The ability to hurt people oh, yeah. is always there, and some I people mean, are not... going to lose when others win. Some are going to lose when some win, others are going to lose. That's just the way the ball bounces, no matter what how you look at it. Yeah, you can't have black without white. I mean, right. it, it, there's right. got to be. Good without evil. You have to have, there's and always, you know, if you choose between the sides, you choose your enemies too. I mean, and I give the know. globalist credit. I give the globalist credit for seeing a hundred years in the future and for being able to foretell the future. Uh, as they it didn't is. really foretell it, as more as construct it. Well, I mean, well, foretell, it, construct, same, whatever. Const, construct. They're, they're good at at predicting um, things that they make happen. They know they know what's going to happen because they're they're the constructors they're, of it. Right. They influence it. Yeah. So and they're going to have to they're going to have to shape things in the way that they want them shaped or that they need to be shaped in order to put their plans in action. And I'm not necessarily saying that those plans are all diabolical. I'm just saying in order to put their plans in action, and I say their plans, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of people uh, that are involved in these high-level organizations, maybe even millions of people, my small brain, um, involved in these high-level operations and organizations and agencies and institutions are going in a certain direction. And we mentioned wetlands project a while ago. We mentioned the buffer zones a while ago. We mentioned moving people into cities and taking them out of the rural areas and making those areas wetlands, wildlife, the oceans, and all of the other biodiversity that they're going to be controlling. Uh, so, like I said, maybe we need to start having a different conversation about this 
well, see, I'm off my drugs. My head is much more clear. Maybe we all need to start having a different discussion about this, and maybe that will raise a few eyebrows on the air here, and people will be like, oh, my God, this is interesting because we're having a different discussion. We're not just on here bashing the New World Order. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We're not just bashing the New World Order. We're actually breaking it all down into its finer components and analysis and down to the granular microcosm. And we're trying to figure out what it is that makes people tick. Uh, Where do people come from? What kind of background do these people have? What kind of mentality do these people have? What kind of education do these people have? What are their motives? What are their objectives? What are their goals? Uh, So all of these things are very, very important sociologically, socio-psychologically very important, uh, I believe, for us to do as talk show hosts is to be able to break these things down intellectually into their finer components and be able to discuss them in an intelligent manner that people can understand and grasp. Now, the first reaction is for people to say that we're pro-New World Order. That's the first reaction that would come out of the Mm -hmm. gate if we started breaking this down as we have already in the last five minutes. Um, But that's, that's not necessarily the case at all. We're simply observers. We're simply watchers. We're simply reporters. Uh, We're simply looking out over this vast canvas, trying to figure out sociologically, psychologically, philosophically, what might be happening here and why it might be happening. I think that's a much better approach than to scream and yell and holler and cuss on the air and uh, get drunk and, you know, throw the kick your bar stool over and talk about these devils with tails and horns molesting children all over the world and locking them in little cages. I think sometimes we get to a point where we, 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 we throw all of these things into one basket and we forget to break them down. Damn, I feel so clear-minded tonight. Um, I wish I, I did. Yeah. I think we, we tend to throw all of this into the New World Order basket, all of our eggs, and all of our eggs tend to break. And I think the show becomes boring at that point uh, when we when we stop analyzing, when we stop asking the hard, hard, hard questions about human nature, consciousness, and being. And uh, when we stop asking those questions, we develop... Uh, hardcore opinions that are worth absolutely nothing in the long run. And no one's educated on air or off. And I think that's reflected in our post. It's reflected in what we write on Facebook. You've seen my writings on Facebook. I always try to ask the very difficult questions. And I am getting a few answers, like the one that I put up earlier about what would you be thinking about on your deathbed I got some funny stuff. I got some serious stuff. I noticed that no one mentioned hell. I noticed, if you'll look back on that post, and I know you're on the computer now, um, 
no one mentioned hell. I was amazed. I was I was flabbergasted. I was shocked. I would have figured that that would have been one of the first things that people would have mentioned would have been, you know, Not a, they only think about that when they're living, when they're close to death, they're thinking about heaven and seeing their loved ones that went beyond or and, just being in dead forever. Or not even, not even aware of what's going on because most of the time they're so drugged up or so far gone. You don't have any cognitive. Well, I was assuming, I was assuming in that particular post that they were able to be conscious and thinking, you know, as they were dying. And I still am amazed that no one mentioned hell. And as you said, most people have kind of a newness of thought when they're dying. And I've been around people that are dying and I've heard stories of people in my family that were dying in their last words. And they have a newness of thought. They tend not to be in this hellish place. No matter how hellish they may have been in their life, they tend not to be in this hellish place. Yeah. They tend they to kind be of like a transitioning. Yeah. yeah. It's like a transition zone for some of them. And then there are some that are so violent and so hate-filled and, you know, you get all kinds. But most of them are in like a transition phase yeah, between paradise. this world and the other world. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Peaceful tranquility. You know, unless they're having trouble breathing and going through two small respirations or something, and then at that point they're in a coma anyway, and they're dead, pretty much dead. But I just thought that was very interesting. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, uh, comments from a lot of people. Uh, it seems like since I've come off these drugs, I'm a lot more clear in my thinking and my ability to discern get through things and be able to think objectively and subjectively uh, better. I tend to be able to be more goal-oriented, task-oriented. I tend to be able to focus on one book for 150 pages, you know, at a, at a moment's time, um, which is very, very good for me. Very, very good for me. And I hope I stay this way, knock on wood, Um Whatever that is, it's for Mac or something. But uh, there's <laughs> not no, on fake wood. Yeah, I've got some cherry wood over there. My coffee table's cherry wood. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, the show the show's interesting. Our show's interesting. Our show's good. Uh, you know, and I, I went and invited about another three hundred or so people to get the news straight, and I went over to Kyler Davenport and hit another three hundred or so, and people are coming in right and left, and I'm learning. I'm learning that we have a lot of friends out there. I've gotten a lot of PMs over the last week or so. Uh, people listen to the show uh, in archive. They they find the show. They locate the show. They go after the show. One way or the other, they're going to find the damn show, uh, no matter where it is. And when they start listening and tuning in, and you know, it, it's slow. It's it's not a floodgate right now that opened up and a billion people come in, but it's trickling in and people are hearing it and it's getting out there and. Well, I've been sharing it when I can. I haven't been doing much the past couple of days. Well, that's all going to change. That's all going to change. I'm I'm making some changes um, here in the Northwest. Uh, We're on the fence about selling the car with it coming so close to winter. We're on the fence. No, we're not on the fence about getting the new station. Um, You know 
and I know that we have something coming up. I, I can't mention on air, but you know what it is coming up that we're waiting for to see if you and I are going mm-hmm. to have a new station that's going to help both of us with more than just a new station. But it, you know, it's it's coming up in a three, four, right. five weeks, and so we're we're going to wait for that and see at that point what to do. Um, and until then, we're going to start promoting the living shit out of TalkShoe. TalkShoe has a wonderful is a wonderful platform. Um, I've seen as many as 150 people in chat. I've seen chat running over, um, and it just needs to be promoted. And uh, people are busy these days. People are running to and fro, as Grandma used to say, and they're not. You've got to pin them down. You've got to go find them. You've got to go locate them. You've got to round them up, put them in the pen of talk radio, and you've got to reel them in, and you've got to market yourself and do the public relations, do the advertising, do the marketing, and you've got to make it happen. And, um, you know, I've got people out there listening to you and I's shows now in the cloud, which, which makes me happy that I know that people are out there in the cloud listening to our shows now, but I want to bring them here where we are now. I want to bring 150 people from Facebook and from some of our other platforms to talk to you and have this chat room filled up. That's going to be my goal for the next six weeks or so. Um, I, 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 you know, it's, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be an easy task with the way the world is running today and what's going on. And people are just, it's crazy, crazy, busy, crazy, crazy, worried, crazy, crazy, stressed and depressed. And, um, it's hard to market talk radio folks. It's just really, really, really hard to market talk radio, especially when you don't have any dough. I mean, that's what I've been running into. You don't have any dough. You're not going to do much, but you can do some. You know? don't have the dough. You so. don't buy the hoe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no pay, no play. No yeah. pay, no play. But, um, you know, we need to either shit or get off the pot. Grandma also said shit or get off the pot. I mean, if you're going to shit, shit. If you're not, get out of the bathroom. I mean, so we haven't been marketing TalkShoe. I've, I've, you know, made, I've made TalkShoe the stepchild, and I shouldn't have done that uh, at all. I the only make... thing I don't like is that stupid jingle at the beginning. Well, that's why I started bringing you in after I went live. So you won't have to hear it anymore. I always go live about a minute and a half, and then I bring you in. But I don't really care about it. I mean, it's it's just it's corny and shit. But you know, uh, yeah, with the scale of things, it doesn't yeah. matter at all. No, no, no. We're on uh, the air and they're recording and they're supporting us, so I can't say shit about that. I can yeah, say, thank you are. very much for having us. They are a big support. And they are a wonderful station, and they are old, and they are well established. And um, I've never had any major technical problems with TalkShoe since I've been on the air. So that's saying something yeah. right there. So, yeah, so that, that in itself in this day and age, you know, hey, five stars, <laughs> five stars yeah. for them. It's just I don't like their jingle. 
Right, right. And I'm sure a lot of people have written them about their jingle. And uh, I mean, if they change the jingle into something else, it would be okay. But yeah, I might that's, that's the only a, complaint I have about them. I might send them an email regarding that. Um, well, so your temperature has been high there, huh? It's been in the hundreds, mate. I've been I've been unconscious most of the time for the past since you know. Well, I had the seizure before the show, and we had to cancel Tuesday, and ever since Tuesday, it's been in the hundreds and stuff, and I've barely been awake because wow. of the heat. It's killing me, and it's wow. like right now it's like eighty five in the bedroom. Well, why don't you go in a? Why don't you? I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm I'm not there. I I, I wish I could yeah. suggest. I, mean, I wish I could, you know. And even then, it's still it's just it's the time of the year, and it's. How do you I pay have, your electric bill with all these bills and stuff? I can't even pay my. I mean, I, I barely pay my electric bill. Oh, barely. In the winter, in the winter time, especially, it's a hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. We barely pay it. I mean, we we budget everything out, and you do what you got to do, and then there. Oh, there's a rate increase. The electric's going up because we want more money, and you you don't have enough, but give us more anyway. So, have you have you noticed what I've been posting over the last couple of days? I've literally given people all of the answers to the world's problems. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading some of it when I'm I mean, on. I mean, my research has been extensive, extensive, extensive research, and. I don't see what more I just don't see what more we can keep doing for people. The all of the answers are there. The history, the philosophy, the origins, uh You the just put it out there and hope they read it and pick up you know, on it. That's all you can do. I mean you can't you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink. I can lead people to knowledge, I can show them the knowledge, I can give them everything laid out, but I can't make them the fuck think. And I can't put the knowledge into them, but I can present the knowledge and the ones that need it will get it. And the ones that don't want it, they'll fuck off and do what they always do. So, and you can't really worry. You just got to worry about putting it out there and you know, the truth is going to take care of itself. Yeah. I mean, you can't, the truth will take care of itself. It doesn't need defending. It just needs to be put out there and, and you got to keep it out there and go, okay, it's out here. Look at it, and the people that my stand, my yes. my expectations are so high, and they're going to remain high. My expectations are so damn high. I raised the bar so high. I got the opposite problem because life has beat me down so damn much that my expectations well, aren't that high. Maybe that's why we get along so well on air. Maybe that's why we balance okay on air. Maybe that's why we're friends. It, one takes care of the other, you know. I help you yeah. in certain areas. You help me in certain areas. And yeah. we kick each other's ass in certain areas. But my bar is raised to, so high. I mean, you can just walk right under it. And my expectations are very, very, very high uh, as far as what we have the power to do and what we have the responsibility to do and what we need to do. And uh, where are the resources and where is all of the information that we need to do what we need to do? It's all there. It's all in front of us. It's being presented to us. It's in plain sight. And um, my curiosity is 
why as a nation we have let ourselves get to this point in time. You and I have talked about this on every single show, but it just keeps coming up. It's a reoccurring thought, you know, as to how in the hell we've let ourselves get to this point. And I think it's mainly because of our need for pleasure and our need to be self self uh, sustaining and self maintaining and self sufficient and self empowered and selfish and greedy and the me 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 i think all of those things combined kind of give me the answer as to why this has happened over uh such a short period of time uh if you go back to the 60s we didn't have this problem uh, life was much, much, much different in the '60s, and uh, all, all about the around. '80s. Yeah, yeah. And then and, about the uh, '80s, this started changing, and then it went downhill real quick in the after 9/11. You know, it just—it just seems like we are fish out of water. I was taking a nap today, and I was thinking about, oh, you know, Lord, am I a fish out of water? I was speaking to the old Lord there, and I was saying... He said, yeah, grow legs and walk, damn it. You know, are we a fish? I just feel like this nation is a fish kind of halfway in the water and halfway out of the water, but not able to get to either either side. Just kind and of yeah, flopping we on probably, the edge. We are. We very much are, and it's, we're in a transition period, and we're either going to crawl out of the water and walk or we're going to get back in the water and keep swimming in the same shit. I mean, it, it thrills me to know that we've got a lot of forces out there that are on our side. It thrills me to know and to be awake and alert and oriented enough to realize we have a lot of forces on our side, uh, that are doing the things that they need to do to bring this country back upright again. And then we have those other forces that are working against that uh, to some degree. We call the New World Order uh, this this rather old term that's been used long before George Bush, by the way. This goes all the way back to Marx, uh, the New World Order. Um, but... <clears throat> There are there are there are both sides working in conjunction with each other, one trying to overrule the other. And I believe that the side that would be called the New World Order is definitely has all the cards in their favor. They the cards are stacked in their favor, you know, because they have all the guns and they have all the money and they have all the power and they have all the resources and they have all the connections and the networks set up and they have to plan the goals and the objectives. On the other hand, and they're also not divided. On the other hand, the proletariat, the working class, the commoners are not divided. Or they're very divided, and they don't have the network set up. They don't have any immediate goals and objectives that are transparent and working together. And they don't have the money, and if they do, it's not all in one place to be able to be utilized as the New World Order has all of their money in one place, safe in the Bank of England there, where they can just scoop in and take a couple of billion if they need it. And our organizations in the proletariat are so confounded and uh, disempowered, if you will, in so many ways, uh, fighting the cities, the townships, the counties, the state. Um, it's Each just other. a mish, mishmash. It's just a mishmash of, of activity going on. It's There's no 
there's no real organization to it. And I think that's our biggest problem is a lack of organization and a lack of cohesiveness and coherency. A lack of cohesiveness and a lack of coherency and a lack of direction and a lack of connection. This is why I wanted the Top Gun 25 is because I wanted to see on a microcosm, microcosmic scale, what we can do with 25, 35 people uh, just in sharing each other's post, just in liking each other's post, just inviting each other to each other's uh, pages and working together. And um, <clears throat> I wanted to kind of use that as a model or an example uh, as to what could be done on a larger scale, say of a thousand people doing the same thing, how that would look on Facebook. Um, I've looked for other groups that are doing this. I haven't found any. No, because everything's all divided, and you you got too many damn Indian, uh, too many chiefs, and not enough uh, Indians. Everybody yeah. wants to be a leader, and everybody has their way of doing things, and they can't get along. And Joe down the street said something, so I'm no longer friends with him. Unfriend him. Oh, and anybody attached to him, unfriend them. And, yeah. and it's like you, you get into these, oh, well, so-and-so hurt my feelings, so therefore the whole group has to suffer. Mm-hmm. And it's about popularity, not about the damn calls. And, you know, it's like, you know, chemtrails. How many different groups are there to chemtrailers? Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. And they all fight one against the other. And, yeah, and, and you can't have... A over here and B over here get together because the people in the group separate and then they go to to C and it's like uh, it's like fuck you all. It's a and how ridiculous. many and how many years can you go and how many posts can you actually post about chemtrails without running out of material? <laughs> about you know a week. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, come on, I could go on. Uh, well, then, and then they get into they get into what a. Uh, this is all debunked. This is all Morgellons, Morgellons disease, and then they get you know, into all and then the you get, and then oh well, it can't have chemtrails on flat Earth and blah 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 and yuck yuck yuck, and then you get all these other psyops coming in, and it's like, and that's why we fail. Uh, we we fall prey to all this shit, and we worry about all that shit instead of worrying about what we need to worry about. But there are like a hundred different chemtrail programs going on right now, so. Which can you know some of them aren't aren't bad and some of them are bad. So mm-hmm. you know you got to also start weighing in all that, and then nobody wants to hear that chemtrails are bad. Period. Right. You know, and it's like, how do we know that some of this stuff we don't need? A lot of it we don't need, but there's some of it that they're doing that we know nothing <clears throat> about. Well, I think they should be. I think they should be talking about, like you said, about some of the things that are good about chemtrails and the chemtrail program itself, and how they're experimenting and how they have to experiment. I mean, experimentation has to be done. Experimentation will be done, whether you or I like it or not. We can go fuck ourselves. Oh, yeah. Experimentation will be done, and experimentation needs to be done, and science and technology needs to be done, and so that's just a fact of life. So I think we should grow up. And try to find the you know the good uh, that's being done, and then talk about what we think is bad that's being done, like the barium and the selenium and all the well, other. Well, like a, a lot of there's a lot of good going on, but the there's a 
hell of a lot of bad going on. It outweighs the good that it's done. And that's the same with any technology. The technology isn't bad. It's how it's being used. It's the bad part or the good part. Well, you know, if they're spraying, we have to ask the question, are they spraying people like cockroaches or are they spraying the environment to do something with the sun or the biosphere, so forth and so on? Uh, The stratosphere, the ionosphere, the uh, technosphere, whatever. So we have to stop and think, and that's what's not being done, I think. maybe. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe they're discussing these things in these groups. Uh, I, they I, are. I, but, they, okay. According to the white pages, they're, they're doing different things, but you know, they, they all have different consensus, and then a lot of the science is bunk, and you know they don't take into account the sun heating the planet. You know, that's a big one. Global and warming has pretty much been put down as a totally bunk science. Yeah, it's bunk. And 15, I think that they were, I saw the 15,000 scientist signatures that signed and checked them out myself and went and researched some of the signatures and some of the documents. And you 15,000 scientists just, they're not going to get together and do bunk science. I mean, they've yeah. all agreed that, that that global warming is just bullshit. Yeah. And, they, and it's based on facts that aren't facts. Numbers are wrong. And like I said, you know, and they're only looking at a small time period in the Earth's history. Back Global when I was growing up. had to do with Agenda 21, too. Yeah. Well, back in the 70s and the 80s, the Earth was heading into an ice age. Well, yeah. And then all of a sudden in the 80s and 90s, global warming. And Jesus and we had to start. You know, Jesus, was also, Jesus was also coming at that time, too, several yeah. times there. And we missed him. And 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 glo- okay, so we got to do global spraying to heat the planet up. What if they're spraying all this shit to cool the planet down? Because that's what it's doing. It's knocking the albedo of the planet down so much, and it's making it colder on this planet. Plus, we have to get rid of carbon dioxide, which the plants use to grow, and it, we're at a deficit right now. So we got to do away with it all, and that's going to kill life on the planet. But they yeah. push it as global warming, and everybody goes, ah, and carbon monoxide is a hell of a lot worse than carbon dioxide. Learn what right. the fuck the difference between mono and dio means. I mean, and they, they use this stupid shit, and, then, and now an iceberg the size of Manhattan broke off. It's signs of global warming. Oh, they said it was raining in Antarctica. Were you the one that posted that shit? It's raining in Antarctica. Well, it never rains in Antarctica, but they showed this big cloud thunderstorm in mm-hmm. Antarctica. <laughs> it never rains in Antarctica. There's some shit that, yeah. Uh, I don't know who it, posted that, but uh, I don't know. I was shocked and amazed. Yeah, and the stuff that comes out, and you know, it's like, oh, it's pseudoscience. You know, if you don't believe in flat Earth, you you don't believe in real science. It's like, no, I can fucking take water and drop it, and it forms a water droplet, not a fucking flat pancake. Right. I mean, Round anything, droplet. a droplet, it'll form a sphere. It's like it does not form a flat pancake as it falls. It's like, oh, my God, static electricity will bend water. Uh, water can't be bent. Water yeah, it can. They do it yes, on these it machines. Yeah. And you can levitate water with sound. So yeah, all the shit 
well, that's all bunk science. That's that's fake. Bill Nye didn't say it was right. Right, Bill Nye. What a showman. What a showman. What a showman. What an entertainer. Bill Nye did a lot of good for the kids, I think, at some point back there. He was a good yeah, kid. Yeah, but then he turned around now. He's turned around now and debunked everything he did back then and said, it, "Yeah." I think he's got now, Alzheimer's. I think he's got Alzheimer's. I think he's losing his uh, mind. I think he got a paid Alzheimer's. Paid Alzheimer's. <laughs> Here's think? a bunch of money. Okay, that sounds good to me. Bing. You think he got paid off? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he was powerful actor, enough. He ain't a scientist anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. I don't think he was powerful enough to be paid off. I don't think he had enough people listening to him to be paid off anything. I don't think he was powerful enough to be paid off. They only pay off people that have power and big audiences like Alex Jones. Yeah. <clears throat> And I've never seen any signs that Alex has been paid off to do anything special or different. I've never, uh, never suspected like said, that. Uh, everybody says, oh, he's a, a disinformation. Oh, it, well, it's what you make of it. I mean, you know, you take what you want out of it. And I like him as a, a character. He's, he, he does like the him, job. Period. Yeah. yeah. He does the job. He, he gets the news out there and, you know, he brings all like the Dan Rather. He brings all the research. Do you like Dan Rather? Do you like this one? It's all, who cares? I mean, and take the information for what it's worth and, you know, do your own damn research. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If it's bunk, it's bunk. If it's not, if it's truth, it's truth. I mean, uh, you know, people don't know how to do their own damn research anymore and don't look shit up and, automatically listen to the guy down the street or peer pressure and this is what we have to believe even though it's total fucking bunk yeah we're still having because big... everybody everybody believes it so therefore it's true you know, well, here, here's the facts ah, inconvenient facts we can't have them just go with what everybody thinks it's mm-hmm as long as you're in the in crowd and you're thinking the same thing and that herd mentality, you'll do okay. Yeah. We're still having the big discussion about non-local and local reality. So we haven't even gotten through that yet. So who knows? Ontology, epistemology, all of these things. We're still having this big quantum debate about reality. So I don't know anything anymore. I just do my best to get on air. I do the research. I read yeah. a lot. I'm able That's to. That's all I do. Uh, I know. I, I back it up with the facts I've got, I, with the documents I've got. And people say, where did you get this from? Right here. You know, here it is. You can look it up yourself. I'll put it right in my writings. You know. I got Make into some your own really. Conclusion. I got into some really, really deep databases a uh, couple this last couple of weeks, I've dug down deep, deep, deep. You've got to really dig. Researchers have to really oh, yeah. dig. I mean, you've got to go in and then in again and then in again and then Google again and then go in again and then Google again and then go in again and then go in again. And finally, you might reach something that someone hasn't reached that needed to be reached. And that's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. And 
I've just learned so much about the Declaration of Independence and about America Incorporated and about the Social Security cards and the statutes and ordinances and the militia and the patriots and the nationalist movements and the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, the DNC, the RNC. I mean, all of these things are all combined together, and you can talk about them intelligently if you're talking to intelligent people. But um, I'm starting to even doubt whether they're whether there should even be a word conspiracy theorist. I think that was coined by Bernays or somebody to kind of confuse people. Uh, I don't really think there should even be a word conspiracy theory. If you look at local and non-local reality and quantum physics, hell, anything's possible. Um, If you look at those two things. And the word there is theory. You know, it's a theory, not, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't realize that it's like conspiracy theory. Theorist. I theorized. I did not say this is absolute fact. I said this is my theory, my hypothesis. You know, yeah. Oh, we're using fancy words again now. It's like no, we're using education. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. indoctrination, and you can do the. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I got a doctorate in it. Yeah. So there. Well, you can I just about. Um. I'm waiting on you, Glenn Supfin said. There he is. I'm just now reading back at my computer. I love this cordless mic where I can walk around, just pace the floor while I'm on air and talk. But we really do need to start promoting um, the show here on TalkShoe. And I'm going to send Marion on a mission, a research mission, to dig into all of TalkShoe's capabilities as far as public relations and marketing are concerned and multi-dimensional platform marketing and see how that works. I'm going to start on that myself tonight. And um, we will have the station back, no doubt. We will have the station back, but it'll be um, it'll be a few weeks. Just yeah, it just won't be on the timetable we want. Right, not, not as quick as we wanted, but um, I have to make the correct decisions here in order to be able to survive and live to be oh, yeah. even on the air at all. Because, you know, I am living on a fixed, like you, on a fixed income. Boy, that word fixed income is really something, too. When when I say fixed, I'm talking fixed, buddy. <laughs> it's definitely fixed. It's rigged in every direction, mate. That is Damn. the only term that I will accept as, yes, that's fixed income. Fixed. It's Boy, fixed, it's all fixed. right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you bust that budget, forget it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's no, like hundred $130 for the parts for the car, and then up, oh, it's going to be another $100 to have them installed. Like, yeah, well, I yeah. could do all that. If I was there, I could do all that myself. But now, this I'm one, not the uh, fucking spark plugs are the engine is sitting with the spark plugs against the firewall under a piece of. Oh, well, I just, damn, get rid of that car. <laughs> no. Yeah. Get yeah. a horse, get a horse, get a jackass. Horse and I, got a, I, I got a Rottweiler Shepherd. <laughs> turn, into a, turn into a Quaker. I'm thinking yeah. about going to the Quaker church up here just to make some friends. I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking very seriously about going over to the Quaker church and making a few friends. We've got a liberal Quaker church here that's very liberal. Everybody dresses normal. Um, 
everybody uses electricity and indoor plumbing and uh, smartphones and oh, so they're modern day. They, they modern day it up a little bit. Modern the, modern day Quakers, yeah. And so I think they're and they're very nice people. I've heard a lot of good things about them, and and uh, I don't think there would be anything wrong with me going up there and just kind of observing and going to the fellowship and listening to some of the music and. Um, you know, I just, I just wonder, you know, what I'll tell people if they ask me, you know, (laughs) 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 I'll have to kind of be real careful at what I, what comes out of my, my trap. (laughs) I can't do that. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God, brother. Good to have you this Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Praise. Yes. Praise you too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll pray God. for you too. Yeah, I'll yeah. pray for you. Yeah, but I'm wondering, you know, what I'll do in discussions. Uh, how? I guess I'll just be honest and say, you know, I'm on the fence. <laughs> I'm on the uh, fence. I'm here. I'm here. I found observing. honesty gets me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> no, I think they just. I think they just pray for me and just, you know. Yeah, I, I've had some pray at. Me. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. I don't mind being prayed for. I feel a little funny uh, when people pray for me. I don't mind me. being prayed for. I don't. I do mind being prayed at. You know, right. There's right, right, big right, difference. Right, right, uh, right. They, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've been talking to God a lot here lately. We've been having mm-hmm. some. We've been having some go arounds. We've been having some serious discussions about all of this Council of Nicaea and all about these sun gods and, you know, this astrology and the history of the church and Judaism and Hinduism and all these other isms. And I've been talking to God just like I'm talking to you, you know, like, Hey, Hey bud, what's up? You know, let's, let's discuss this. You know, what, what gives here? What's, what's happening here? What, what is this all about? What am I all about? What am I supposed to be doing? Am I supposed to be worshiping in the church? Am I supposed to be in Sunday school? Am I supposed to be, you know, and then I get to the Jesus Christ part and I freak out. I'm like, I can't go there. I just can't, I can't bring myself to go there. I just, I, I, I can't, I, 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 I try, I try and I try and I, I just can't. I, I, the God part I'm fine with. No problem. I'm fine. Fine. Uh, even, even as, as ruthless as God was in the old Testament, I'm still fine. Okay. That's God do whatever he wants. You know, he's God. He can do whatever he wants. To do. <laughs> he made it. He can destroy it. Yeah. None of my, none of my business. You know, it's just whatever you want, God, it's, it's up to you, you know, but, but when I get to the, when I get to the part about Jesus came and died for our sins, I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I don't know. I got to think, I got to think really, really hard about this. You know, 500 people he showed up to after he resurrected and, you know, yeah, zombie. Uh, yeah. You know, he showed up to 500 people before he ascended back into heaven and laid the Holy spirit upon them. And, and I'm just like, why, why did God wait, you know, 14 billion years to pull all this off. You know, what was God doing all that time? You know, and was he off on vacation? Was he playing golf or, you know, tennis or what? I mean, what was he doing for 14 billion years, 15 billion? Creating the rest of the the galaxy and the cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. And And then he came wandering back around and went, oh, fuck, I fucked up. 
And then what was he doing for? My son. And then what was he doing for twenty two hundred and fifty thousand years during our during our actual tenure here? He was letting things evolve. Why not just have them evolve suddenly, or you know, why not just have everything evolve suddenly into the twentieth century? I mean, why? And then why he made sin the, too. I mean, if he made everything, he made. Yeah, yeah, sin. of course. Oh. Yeah, if he made and, sin, and then he also and I have to send my son to save people from what I made, and you know, as a covenant, and, as a covenant, as a ritual, as a ritual, and, as a yeah, covenant. I'll destroy. And these, I'll destroy the whole earth, but I'll save these few people in the ark. And, right. That doesn't make any it, sense. That doesn't make any. And then I'll have Noah drop each uh, animal off at his respectful continent and stuff before. That, he, what? That doesn't make any sense either. But the creationists can answer you. They can answer all of your questions. Yeah. The creationists. Have, I ask questions, and all I get was thrown out of the church. So. Well, I'm talking about like online. You can get some interesting answers to those questions. Oh, I got quite a few interesting you know, answers. Um, yeah. Usually, the answer is God can do pretty much whatever He wants to do. And right. The basic answer that everybody likes to give you, the last resort answer is... And, and therefore, and, what you think doesn't matter a hill of beans. Then. Right, because God, God supersedes... Fucking wants, he God supersedes everything, and you're worrying about fucking nothing. Right. Yeah. And that's why they you, say check your brain at the door pretty much when you go to church or synagogue, is you check your brain at the door. Don't come in here with yeah. questions. Don't don't right. come in here asking questions. We, we, don't, want, we don't want that. We, we go by fate here, and only what we say goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The inspired scripture. The inspired scripture. Inspired by. The inspired. God. Written, inspired by God. Written by man. Oh, we have to edit it again because oh, it said something about gays. Now we got to take that out. <laughs> okay. God didn't well, they, say anything about gays. Oh, LGBT. Like, LGBT gets around that really good. Um, I'm not even going to go into it really in full, Shit. but I mean they they get around that pretty good. Um, they it's like they have their own interpretation. Awesome. They have their own interpretation. You know, right? So therefore, it's get not into, God because we get into biblio biblio genealogy. There, we get into biblio geography and biblio genealogy and psycho uh, psycho. Uh, and we're not reading in the right language that it was written in, so therefore it was translated. So it's and he was talking to a specific group of people at a specific time about a specific event. That's what they always like to say. And this doesn't this doesn't include us in the 20th century and 21st century. Yeah, he was talking to first and second century ignorant people. <laughs> yeah, he was, and and then you know he was supposed to have come back. I mean, and it was six 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 was supposed to be Nero, and you know all the it's like so all this stuff that they're attributing now they've been attributing since they wrote the book that it's coming this year, this year, this well, year's the year, this year's the year. This you year's can the year. Google, you can Google that, and they'll give you the exact amount of times Jesus was supposed to return, and it's several hundred or whatever. Times and they have, and then how do we know we're not supposed to clip our testicles off and then kill ourselves to rendezvous with the spaceship that's up with Hale Bop? I mean, yeah, who knows if they weren't the right ones? Uh, you never can't know. imagine, I, can't imagine anyone going as far as Jim Jones did or Hale Bop. I can't, can't imagine anyone yeah, going but as it far happens. as David Koresh, David Koresh's yeah, group, or I mean, Charlie Manson's group, or just start. 
they get that belief in their head and that faith in their head and this is what's right and I still can't imagine it. I still can't imagine it. I'm too independent to be that group, you know, groupy think group think. I'm I wouldn't allow anyone to take me that far down the rabbit hole in some kind of cult. You know, we're all going to lay down and we're all going to take Kool-Aid and we're all, you know, they're coming after us. The government's coming, so we're all going to have to kill ourselves. Jim Jones telling everyone we're all going to. That's power, mate. I mean, that right there is pure power. Oh, that's power. That's power, my friend. That that is just that is power. power. And that's the way the new world order, the, the dark ball operates. That's their power. They have that power. It's not that you need the money. It's that they made you think you need the money. And oh, if they only you. control it, it's... I told you we lost one of our affiliates because of your name came up first, thank God, about being anti-Semitic. I have nothing against the Iranians. Your name came up first, my name came up second, and the station name came up third. And I was like, oh, thank God Glenn's getting in trouble for a change. <laughs> Fuck this shit. My name came up second. Yay! Yeah, blame it on Glenn being anti-Semitic. But, yeah, you know, right. I'm anti-Semitic, but I... And the Rothschild, this guy's in love with the Rothschilds. I'm not going to mention his name on air, but this guy's in love with the fucking Rothschilds. And I'm like, how in the fuck right. could and anybody an tell me with a straight... How in the fuck could anybody with a straight face tell me they're in love with the Rothschilds and that we shouldn't be bashing the Rothschilds? How in the fuck? Nobody has ever in Rothschild their entire... Nobody has ever in their entire fucking life said that to me. Have they you? Oh, you should love the Rothschilds. They're our friends. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. By uneducated, un, uh, by morons that think that they... Well, this, guy, uh, this guy's been around the world. He's taught in China. He's taught in Beijing. He's taught all over <clears> the world. He's been all over the world. And he probably has grants from the Rothschilds, so that's how he says that they're so great and wonderful. Well, he's on a fixed income. I don't know that he has great friends in the Rothschild family, but... Um, I felt kind of, I felt kind of just really distraught when he sent that email. I felt very disappointed and, 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 you know, it did make me sit back and think about you and I on air and how we, how we are sometimes. And the things, some of the things that we say are very offensive to people. Um, and how we see the world is is uh well well we all view the world the way we view it i mean we all look through the glasses the way we look through them we're all biased in the in, in our own ways and i don't apologize for anything i've said i all stand on everything i said i, I base it on what i've researched and who would our audience be i guess like my question you know, my question is, you know, who would our audience be? It's probably the same audience that would be with Alex Jones. Yeah. I mean, we're we're pretty much with the InfoWar crowd. Although you never, because he's married to a Jew, you never hear Alex bashing the Jesu, the Jews. But, I mean, he's married to a he Jew. He does. He does. I've heard him a couple times go after the Jews, but he doesn't do it often. Right. Not often, no. And he goes after he's the divorced, Rothschild. Now that he's divorced, maybe he will. He will more. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. 
No, he uh, stated before he doesn't buy into the whole Jewish conspiracy thing, and neither do I. It's not a Jewish conspiracy. It, you know, it's the a Rothschild Jewish reality. Well, it's the Rothschild Zionists. I mean, I'm against the Rothschild Zionists. I am not against the Jewish people. There's a big fucking difference. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, sure, 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 sure. I, I live with a Jew. I am not against Jewish people. I am not anti-Semitic. I, I'm not against Iranians. Well, you're only against, against those Jews that think goyims are devils. Yeah, and I've known I'm a lot of the I've known a lot of Jews who think goyims are devil. We're all devils, and we're all no better than black people, and we should all be exterminated off the face of the planet. We're we're like and roaches. That, we're and like that leads into all Jews are hey, uh, should be exterminated too. I right, mean, it goes right, 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 right. And I don't buy into that. It's just like I don't buy into Jews the color of your skin the, anymore, like I used to. But the true conservative Jew who is orthodox is being trained that goyim is bad and goyim is evil. No different than those who grow up in Islam are being trained that we are bad and we are evil and we need to be exterminated off the face of the planet. So there are a lot That's of... That's all run orthodox, by the same people at the top. Yeah. There are a lot of Orthodox Jews out there and there are a lot of close to Orthodox Jews out there who practice or some Orthodoxy that are divided from the Gentiles. Well, there's and like so, about 10 different, 10 different sects of the Jews. And, well, yes, or, or more, or yeah, more, yes. Or more. So, we you know what, new, we I'm not against all of them. Are, the new Jews, Jews for Jesus are growing rapidly. Uh, and yes, I am against Israel. I mean, that's the Rothschild thiefdom. Of course I'm against it. And anybody that says that I, oh, you're against Israel. Uh, it's like, well, I think I do not pronounce it the way you pronounce it either. It's Israel. I think uh, Netanyahu and uh, I think pretty much hates Goyim. Uh, pretty pretty much no hates hates Goyim and would like to see Goyim exterminated. I think Goyim. I think they like Goyim's money that's coming in every year, every month. Um, I think oh yeah, that's why they won't. They don't want us all destroyed because then they kill the cash cow. You yeah, know, but they, but they, they have their own separate state, and it's Israel. And you know, well, stay there then. What's uh, the post you put up about hitting us with these beams, these 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 rays, ray guns, these these weapons? That uh, of course oh. we have them up here in the northwest, where they can point them at you and make you very sick at your stomach and feel like you're going to throw up. Directed yeah. energy weapons. Dudes? Yeah, tell me, yeah. tell me more about that. Oh, they've they've been out for a long while. Um, they have like LRADs. I just uh, they mount them. From you. They they mount them on the top of the trucks when they come in, and they look like radar dishes. And they can aim it at you, and they yeah. can uh, hit you yeah. with microwaves. Yeah. They can make you nauseous. They uh -huh. can make you have vertigo. Yeah. They can um, confuse and disorient you, and they use that for crowd, crowd control because they can hit a certain part of the crowd with it and cause people to go crazy and then start a whole riot that they have to come in with SWAT teams. To me, to, that seems like crimes against humanity. It is. I mean, that's all I think it is. That's, I think that's. I think that's overkill. I don't think they should be able to use such a weapon. Well, on according to Geneva Web, uh, Geneva Convention, they're not supposed to. But according to the UN and 
uh, the Sustainable Cities Act, uh, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, They can say, hey, we're experimenting on you. There's a, a statute that they can use that said, we can experiment on you, and there's nothing you can do about it, and it's legal. Yeah, I read that. Though- I read that. I found that in my research. You, it's yeah, funny you it, bring it, it up. It, there is, I, I don't remember all the numbers for the statute, but there's a statute. Yeah, I have it too. I just don't have it in front of me. And yeah. they they use that and they go, well, it was experimental. We had to put all these dangerous chemicals in the air to see what it would do to the populace. And they've been doing it in New York and Chicago, you know, and spraying them along with the chemtrail. Uh, 600, 600 tons of radioactive cesium, what is it, 123 going into the ocean every day. Or is it every hour? Every hour, I'm sorry. Every hour, I think, from, from, Fukushima. from Fukushima, and we have taken uh, rad counts here on the West Coast uh, with my friends in the volunteer fire department down on the coast, and um, they're definitely at... You should videotape that. They're very high levels. They're very oh, dangerous yeah. levels. We've got fish dying all over the ocean here. We've got them washing up. We've got seabirds dying. Our fishing industry is falling off. These are the things that are not being reported in the mainstream media. And our towns are starving to death up here, Glenn. Our small seaport towns are starving to death. Oh, yeah, the seafood industry. They've got food boxes at the local stores for people to come and eat that are starving in the towns. They have nowhere to work. They have nothing to do. They have nowhere to go. They have no mental health system. We're trying our best to reach out to them from here to form some kind of transportation where they can get to here to get help. And so far we haven't been able to glean the funding to do that. Um, yeah, you're seeing, you're seeing agenda 21 firsthand right now. Yeah. I'm right in the middle. And it's going to get worse. I'm you, right. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. Biodiversity, uh, wetlands projects and all the different programs. Oh yeah. They're going we to are, push you all down into the mega region, into the mega city. Yeah. And, well, I'm and, already, I'm already in the mega city, so I don't have to worry, but I was thinking about that yesterday. I'm just on the verge. I'm right here between the mountains, um, getting lost and between the city. So I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of all of this and they're already building the downtown, uh, high rises and cramming everyone into it. And they're starting with the college kids. They're using them as an experiment. They've already built five major complexes with all the things you read about. In well, they got you know ready-made shops right on the there. the shops on the bottom, the barber shops and the Starbucks and all on the bottom, and then the apartments are on the top, and then the pools on the top floor, tennis courts on the top floor. Uh, everything's there that you need: nail salon, transportation, the new busing system just went in, getting ready to yep. open up in the fall. So it's all it's all happening, and uh, we just in the mail just received a, a thing in the mail to get your appliances updated. Talk to your landlord. We're coming in for inspections. Zoning zoning is coming in for inspections. Remember, you and I just talked about this a few weeks Energy ago. Energy Star compliance. Yep. Energy Star compliance. Well, I never dreamed we would be getting one in the mail here. I thought it was California. Oh hell no! Uh-huh. We got one in the mail here. And Mary uh-huh. goes, oh, my God, you and Glenn just talked about this. Look at this. And she's running inside with it. She goes, you and Glenn just talked about this. It's here. It's here. It's here. And I go, well, yeah, it's here. Yep. And um, that just shows that what we talk about is true. 
<laughs> oh, hell yeah. I can give you a screenshot. It's not a conspiracy theory. You got it in the mail, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a screenshot of it. I've promised you a couple of screenshots that I haven't sent you, um, which I will I will get around to. But I'm feeling a little bit better about FB. I mean, it just it seems like my pills have helped me a lot uh, getting off those those 14, and it seems like my mind is uh, really working better with the 432. I'm listening to 432 hertz all night long, very low where it just hits my subconscious. And it's amazing what it's doing for is, me and Mary. Is, it, uh, is that 432 also part of the uh, hemi-sync? I'm not sure. Are you, are you familiar with hemi-sync? No. Hemi-sync I'm familiar is, with Schumann. I'm familiar with the Schumann resonance. Yeah, no, uh, hemi-sync is, uh, there was a program that they they would uh, pump two things into each earphone and it would meet in the middle of your head and both hemispheres of your brain make a different sound inside of your skull. No, it doesn't I'll, have anything I'll, to do with that. Send me something on that if you can. Yeah, I'll have to send you. But you've, got to try, you've got to try the 432 hertz. You've got to try it. If I, I mean, you've got to try it because it's I gotta, I got to figure out a way to download it into my uh, MP3 player because right now none of my shit's working. Well, I'll send you the one that we use for the 430. It's already in your email. She's already sent yeah, it to you. I, she, she sent me it. I just haven't got a, I don't have any okay. way to put it in an okay. MP3 player. But I think so. that your seizures, honestly, I think your seizures will decrease fifty percent. I'm I'm promising you they'll decrease fifty percent if you if you start uh, don't with this at night. Anything like that? Yep. Nope. I am. I am. I'm telling you. Because uh, a lot of I've these seen seizures, two people, I've seen two people jump out of their wheelchairs. Everything that's happening with your seizures is happening in your synapses and your neurons and your brain. Oh yeah, and and because of the heat. I mean, there is a problem because of the heat. I've seen I've do. seen two people jump out of wheelchairs listening to this 432 resonance. Literally stand and walk. This is something that I've discovered that everybody needs to get a hold of. Everyone needs to get a hold of this. We need to be talking about it from on every high mountain we can find. And. Um, the government obviously doesn't want us to know about it because they've they've changed all the music to 553 and 573 and 773. Um, they went in and reworked everything on television and radio to make sure it's not 432 oh, yeah. hertz. And Disneyland is using a certain hertz harmonic frequency to make people purchase things and buy things and do this and do that and. They're using all of these different frequencies that you've talked about a lot to force people oh, to yeah. do what they would normally want to do, like kill themselves. Well, that's a lot of what that, uh, you know, the directed energy weapons do, too, is they mess with your nervous system, mess with the frequencies in your body to make people hyper, to make people stressed out, to instigate riots and they can beam it into a crowd and make people go crazy and oh now we need you know we can come in and take care of it they've also got one they they've also got one that they used in iraq for your audio that drives you crazy it's a loud Mm -hmm. loud uh shrieking kind of uh, frequency that you can only hear inside your brain it kind of boils your brain got uh, got in your head yeah 
God in your head. Well, Iraqis, Iraqis were surrendering year, by the hundreds. They can, yeah, they can put stuff in your head like music, like yeah. the music that you keep hearing. It can be yeah. directed right into your head, and because of your frequency, they have your frequency. They can do whatever they want with you. Yeah, and can control you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I shouldn't have made that promise to you about your seizures a while ago, but I will say that if you start listening to this 432, you're going to find a major, major, major difference in, in what's going on with your brain and your health and your overall health. And um, that's how sure I am about it. Um, I can't wait for you to find a way to get it into a electronic device that you can play by your bedside. And it doesn't, yeah, have to be loud. it doesn't have to be loud at all. Just enough for your subconscious to pick it up. It doesn't have to be blaring at all. So remember that. Yeah. And no, if you I'm could, familiar with a lot of the and if meditation. You could sit, and, if you could, but this is so far beyond meditation. If you could just sit and listen to it at your computer on YouTube for 30 minutes a day, it would change your whole life. I promise. And I know you can do that. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for your report. I can't wait for you to come back on air after two or three weeks and tell me what it's done for you. And um, I'll kiss your ass if it doesn't do something. <laughs> no, I don't ask you to do that because you might fall in love with it and then I can't get rid of it. <laughs> I'll draw a little face on it, little smiley faces on both <laughs> your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you, man, I tell you, this this has been a ride. You and I have had a ride here for this uh, term we've been together. We've been through some ups and been through some downs, and we're getting ready to get up again here in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. And uh, once we get that main station back up, we're going to celebrate at a distance. I don't drink anymore, but we can do something. Neither do I. <laughs> Go out and look at the moon together or something. Say, I'm looking at the moon. No, I'm looking at the moon. No, we're both looking at the moon. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I see you. Can't be because it's flat Earth and it can't be the same moon. Right, right, right. It's two different moons. It's yeah, satellites hollow anyway, and there's a dark side of the moon. They're harvesting souls. And they can't explain eclipses. Yeah. Well, of course not. But they probably have a way to do that too. Oh well, they have some. Oh, it does something, and it's all pseudo bullshit because it's like, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I was interested in that energy weapon because I've been looking at some of this Air Force research where they're doing this in space now, it, doing this where, in space. Uh, a lot of the where they're getting the uh, it works on the like five G principle too, the same mm -hmm. kind of shit. It's all the same stuff. You know, it's all directed at you, the smart meter, just anything smart, energy star. Uh, you know, it, it's all compliant with the same thing, and it, it's to fuck with the frequencies of the human body. Mm -hmm. And they can control you, manipulate you. They can control your moods, and they put drugs into you that are enhanced because of this, uh, the vibrations going through you that, you know, Oh, you have selenium in your body, so therefore this thing does this. And now you know you sound completely crazy. You sound completely crazy, right, to the average person. You sound completely insane, like someone who's lost their last marble. I was just listening to you. I was trying to listen to you as someone who'd never heard of a conspiracy, mm -hmm. 
just a housewife, you know, or a general. Ah, you're stupid. Blow. You're you're crazier than hell. You're insane. It's like, yeah, I'm insane. Energy in weapons they're directing at your brain that are going inside and boiling your brain. And, <laughs> and they do. And they are working on it. And the stupid people, the troglodytes that are sitting out there going, he's insane. He doesn't know what he's talking about or the ones being hit the most. <laughs> that is what they do to you. They turn you into fucking troglodytes. They, they, uh, I don't know what they, I don't even know who they are. We need to talk. We need I don't to even know who they are. It's, we need to continue to talk about this day and break them down into their different forms and agencies and, and, and institutions. They and is so, the so dark of all the deep state. Well, the deep That's, state, which is made up of a, a very few choice individuals at the top, families, yeah. And um, those families yeah, are all online. And the normal person won't know about it because they've never been educated to it. And, of course, it sounds like a conspiracy theory. And until I start showing them documents, and, the, and in turn, they turn off because cognitive dissonance, because of peer pressure, because... Yeah, you can't believe that stuff because it's, they never do that to us. Our government wouldn't let that happen. It's not our government. It's not my government. I don't fucking vote. You know, but it's you not have... our government because the government that they show us is a figurehead. It's not the real thing. And the corptocracy that's over it, you don't know who's in the corptocracy. You have to ask yourself the question, though, why would the multinational corporate CEOs and CFOs subject themselves to these dangerous uh, programs and their families and their kids, their children? Uh, you have to ask yourself that question, number one. Well, number a, two, number one, you, a lot of these people don't have kids. That's a known fact. Well, well they, they do. They do. I know a lot of rich folks. They do. And I know a lot well, of folks rich, that have been in the cabal. Not the ones in the deep. Um, a good majority of them don't have kids well, because they don't believe in kids. Because well, kids are a waste. Them. I don't blame them yeah. at all. Kids are a waste, especially today. We don't have we don't have room for them. We don't have time for them. We don't have the atmosphere, the environment for them. I said that on Facebook the other day. But they also might have technology that they don't. They're immune to this shit, so they can know. take like a pill, take a pill. Or and put in some electronic device into their under yeah, their yeah, or or have in their house something and have that shielded, be shielded, shielded, yeah, and from shielded, most of it, most and they can do what they want inside their house unless they're really, out driving around, and then they say, "Well, we don't really care about this. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, we're doing this over the long haul, and yeah, you know, it's long going, exposure, yes, but short term, that you know, yeah, and yeah. because they don't really care because they're getting their money, they're getting all the perks, they're getting right." It. All right. the pussy they can have. They can get all the drugs they need. Do you fucking care at that point? No. No. Yeah. No, they don't care. They lost all empathy for the human race. And I'm I'm almost with them on that. I you mean, also, well, so I, am I. So am I. So am I. You know, you, I'm you, almost you also, with them. You also have to ask yourself, are they trying to depopulate? Is that is that a big part of all of this is depopulation uh, yes. eventually? Yes, I mean that's all. The whole thing was the depopulation, and, and and why, and why, why would they want to depopulate? Because they can maintain. Because there's too many people on the planet right now. They've already stated that there's too many people. We're overpopulated. 
we well, only have especially have. these Somalia and Haiti Haitian types. They want to get yeah. rid of those. They've been wanting oh, to yeah. get rid of those. I mean, Sudan, they, Sudan, South Africa, Africa, Africa East Asia, East Asia. I mean, you know, um, they don't care about Africom. I mean, that's that's only okay. Well, they produce and they're only there for the raw material. They would like and to make people land and just depopulate them, Africa. Wipe them off the planet, basically. With some yeah, and, I mean, the Georgia Guidestones—they said five hundred, five hundred million or whatever. Yeah, well, there's still there's still so much controversy going on about the Georgia Guidestones and who put them up and why and when and how. But I mean, that that's their basic motto is: the less people we have, the better able we are to control it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that. Bill Gates was actually knew what he was talking about that day that he said we need to re- depopulate with vaccinations. I think he made a mistake in what he was talking about. I don't believe he no, actually he did. said that in public. I, no, I he did. He actually said that in public. He did I say think, that in public, and he went. He if you look right, at Africa, think. all his vaccinations in Africa that proves it, mate. He he crippled so many and killed so many people in Africa. Well, I think he made a mistake in saying it. I think he made a mistake saying it. I think he. he oh, should, okay, yes, uh, he I think, big mistake. He should. I think have he slipped. Out. I think he slipped. Yeah, he slipped. Well, he didn't he slip at the time. He said it, and because he said we're going to use vaccinations for depopulation is basically what he said. For right, and that's what the bill. You know, I mean, his father was a eugenicist. He's a eugenicist, of course. That's what they do: depopulate. We got to control the population. Maybe we can get it down to zero. That'd be so great. Mm-hmm. But then, if you get it down to zero, that also includes your dead dumbass. Well, no, they'll save themselves. Definitely, definitely save themselves. I'm just sitting here looking out the window at my beautiful weather, and uh, it's so cool here. I wish uh, you were here. Yeah, I wish I were. But uh, I'm sitting in the uh, side burner of hell here. Yeah, yeah. And we're hitting the heat. we're hitting the heat stage, so I'm just going. I just have to do. I got to survive until the cool comes. I yeah. found out I can always get hotter, but I can't get cooler. Right, right. Even in right. the winter, I can always get hotter, but I can't ever get cooler. So, what is your heat source for the winter there? Space heater. Space heater. Does that work pretty good? Oh, yeah. It keeps the room at about... (laughs) I can get the room up to about 90 degrees in the winter with it. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't wouldn't want to do that, but... uh... No, I I, I can have tropical plants growing in the winter, but uh, it it keeps it... Unless it gets down to, like, negative, like it did here, and then it's kind of... You put some blankets on, and you... You huddle up and you get through it. Huddle up and get through it. Yeah, I'm looking or at I post. spend like ten thousand dollars to get a new uh, air conditioning unit for the house. Oh well, yeah, you can just pull that out of your ass, right? Ten thousand. Yeah, right. I, I can't. No even, problem. I can't even come up with a hundred and fifty for a computer. You think I? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. looking, looking at all these computer post that I've been posting some really good shit here lately. 
you've been posting some pretty good stuff. I went over to get the news straight as I'm doing now, and I I liked all of your stuff and got caught up for the last couple of weeks on your postings. I guess you've noticed, right? Yeah. And I went over there and I invited oh. two or three hundred people to the page. You're down 44% post reach and posted engagements down 14, but uh, who cares? Yeah, like I said, the numbers, uh, they lie anyway, because then next week, I mean, I, and then the numbers that they show on my page right now, when I get them in the email, totally different. So, yeah, who the fuck knows what I'm doing? But I must be doing something because they're censoring me and blocking me and shit. So, as long as they keep doing that, I know I'm going in the right direction. Yeah, you're going in the right direction. We're both going in the right direction. We're doing what we can do. Yep. One of us is talking to our Lord. <laughs> I think we're both talking to this strange character in the sky. But um, I haven't gotten any messages back yet. I'm still waiting for an email from God. Yeah. I find out I'm talking to myself most of the time anyway, so. Well, I don't. I really think there's something listening, but I just don't know exactly how that works. And there again, I wouldn't be a very good candidate for the Quaker Church, because if I said something is listening, I don't know how that would go over. Um, something. Well, that, one of them is listening, either God or the devil. Um, I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in hell. I've studied and researched all of that, and I know that it's not true. It was added long after the scriptures were put into place. Hades was. If you'll study Hades, there's no oh, yeah, hell. Hades. There's no There's yeah. no devil. There's no hell. The Elysium fields and yeah, all that's just complete silliness. It's really all silliness is what it is, but I'm trying to make sense of it in my older age here. I'm trying to find some solace in religion. And there could uh, be a hell. There could be a dimension that is basically what we think hell is. So, yes, there could be a Well, hell. I'm going to say I'm going to say no. I'm going to say emphatically no. There is no hell. That's just ridiculous. It's silly. It's it's just silly. Silliness. Just silliness. I mean, I just can't see it. I, there could be not, a dimension. Uh, it is possible. In a multiverse, it is possible to have something like a hell, yes. Well, What you consider hell could be a different realm. Well, you're going to yes. go there then. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. I'm going to rule there, motherfucker. Yes, I will. <laughs> I'm going to go there. I may as well take the place over. If you like it so damn much, just go and visit. Nah, I'm stuck there. Oh, there's that mean fucking dog off the leash. Uh, Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's what I said in 2006. This guy's going to get his ass in trouble with me. He's got this mean-ass dog off the leash out here. I'm looking out my back window. <laughs> the dog attacked me one day. I threatened to kill the dog. He came over here and tried to start a fight with me. He's just an asshole. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of them in, in the world. 
Boy, there sure are. I tell you what. And they're spaced just far enough apart that you'll meet at least one or two of them a day. Yeah, so I know that's I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. At least if you get out at all. Every time I go outside my front door, I don't even need to go out. I can go online and <laughs> they're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're there. It just haunt you. Yeah. I haven't had any bad luck lately online. Everybody's been real nice. Everybody's been real caring and sharing. And um, I'm really thankful for that. Maybe it's my meds. Maybe I'm seeing life differently. Maybe I'm approaching people differently. Um, maybe I'm not as hateful as I was. I was going through a period of hate there for a while. Just, just hate. I just hated everybody. I just... I wanted to just get under everybody's skin and rip them apart. Just rip them a new asshole. And um, I guess now I'm trying to tell everybody it was the meds and blame it on the meds. And that's not a very good thing to do because they probably won't want to hear that. They'll probably say, oh, you're just blaming it on the meds to try to get out of No, I'm not. I'm telling you it was the meds. It was the withdrawals from the meds. But um, anyway... You're not on any meds, so. Uh, nope. No meds here. Other than over-the-counter shit, but. Yeah, you should. Tylenol to count. Maybe you should be on some of those anti-seizure medications. You tried a few, though, you Fuck said. no. Fuck no. I've had almost, uh, I've had half of pharmacy. I don't want the other half. Yeah. I told him that unless you can find one that absolutely works and doesn't have any damn side effects. And they're like, ah, it doesn't exist. It's like, well, <laughs> there you go. It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. They've so all got I'll major side take care effects. Of it. I'll just Short take care term. of it the way I take care of it. Short term and long term. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm not I'm not so sure that some of the shit now isn't from some of the medicines, you know, from 20 years ago. So Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like damaged. my my digestive my digestive digestive tract and everything else being messed up is it, probably from the meds and you should at least be taking a meprazole for your GERD if you've got GERD. Meprazole saved my life, man. I mean, it saved my life. I I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for a meprazole for my GERD. I have acid coming up in my throat so bad it burns me to hell and back. I choke, can't breathe. Have you ever had one of those attacks? Yeah, sometimes. Not I very often. Yeah, I did. I... You ever woke up gasping for breath with acid in the back of your throat? Yep. You know what it's like? It's like hell. Yep. You got to run for the sodium bicarb, the baking soda. That's the only thing that saves yeah. me is baking soda. I drank a little baking soda and boom, I'm cured. It's gone. That's what old people used for years and years and years and years was baking soda. Now they've got these purple pills out and the meprazole and all this other over-the-counter stuff and prescription stuff, which probably has major side effects in the long run. Oh yeah, a lot of this stuff is does. People eating antacids light and left, and then, oh, my stomach's all fucked up. Yeah, from the antacid, yeah. (laughs) 
How soon do you think they're going to push the chip on us? I know it's been here, and I know it's a lot of people are taking it in the corporations around the country, and I know that I they're... think it's still going to be a slow trickle, and unless a big something big comes about to oh, you need to have, now have chip, but I think or they're some... going to do it slowly because they know they can't really force people into it because they're going to be people that just will not take it. And they're not in a cash. We're not in a cashless society yet. Right. We have to get rid of all money first before the chip becomes a necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I I don't see when the economy falls down. I see the chip coming in. Well, there's a lot of economists that are talking about the fiat collapse, which has already collapsed, oh, yeah, but they're talking about, about the economy collapsing. Uh, a lot of a lot of big economists, a lot of very smart people are talking about they just don't see how much longer we can hold this uh, house of cards up without yeah. some major but, changes but, of some kind. Uh, but they, they say that, and then it goes through three more years, and then they go, oh, it's going to collapse, and, and they pull yeah, another the- out of the hat it just keeps, and, it just keeps growing. The, the problem yeah, they just keep growing bigger well, and they're bigger. Kicking, they're only kicking the can down the uh, curb, yeah, you know, yeah. street. Uh, and that's all we're going to do until it falls all down. Yeah. Uh, they're just going to keep kicking it until, like, you know, they're going to ride it until the wheels fall off of it. And then they don't care because then the rich will be the elite and the poor people will be the dregs of humanity and will live in the wasteland, and you know life will go on in a big, rich mega city, the mega regions, but the wastelands where all the rest of us will be will be hell on earth. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't be here. Hopefully, you will. I will. I've got twenty years on you, or no. ten, ten, ten. Got ten. Yeah. Well, you're catching up pretty quick, there, youngster. Yeah, I ain't all that young, but I ain't all that old, so. House. Okay. Yeah, I'm just reading some of these Facebook posts. Well, I guess we'll get off this thing. I'm going to relax and um, work on TalkShoe Public Relations and Marketing, go deep into their tutorial and see what we can do to, um, well, here's one thing we can do. It's like, duh, uh, print, email. We can go to Pinterest, Google+, Plus, LinkedIn, email app, more, 197 more. Facebook, boom, there's Facebook. And I'm going to say, contacting Facebook, listen live with Collar Davenport and Glenn Sutphin. There it is, man. Y'all, we are live. Well, we're live. Um, post to Facebook. They can still hear it, and there it is. Yeah, we need to start promoting the hell out of this damn thing while we're on it, and not just use it as a secondhand stepchild. Well, I'm going to be around on PM. I'm reading the Communist Manifesto, my 1950 edition. Actually, this is my rare copy. This is my... Communist Manifesto, uh, 1955 copyright by Appleton Century Crofts Incorporated in New York City. I have to be so careful with it, the pages are falling apart in my hand. And then I'm reading The Conscious Universe, 
Modern Physical Theory, which is a damn hard book to read. Damn, it's hard. Strange your brain. But anyway, take care. Hang in there with the weather you've got going on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Um, what'd you say? Oh, he'll listen to the 432. He's working on it right now. And yeah. ladies and gentlemen, you tune in to 432 on YouTube and listen to 432 Hertz, and um, you will be healed. You will change. Your body will change. Your mind will change. Your spiritual outlook will change. I promise you, I've seen it work firsthand. So I'm giving you a firsthand testimony of this, and you all better take heed. You better look up. You better listen because it works, and it'll help you fight the new world order. So take care. Until next time, Glenn, take care. I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. I'll see you Sunday, mate. Bye. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.